Hey, 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 what's happening, y'all? How you doing on this Thursday? Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is B. Wright Jones, and you're listening to Get Unstuck and Sexy with B. Wright Jones Podcast Show. And it's being brought to you by Keep Looking Up with B. Wright Jones, LLC. Again, welcome, welcome to the show. So, guys, um, it's good to be back with you on this Thursday. Again, welcome. I'm here every Thursday at 3 p.m. sharing. Uh, Sometimes I have special guests. Uh, Last week was good. If you didn't catch last week, make sure you listen to last week's episode. I had a special guest. Uh, Tamika was with me. She is the uh, CEO of uh, Platinum Connections, and she is a successful uh, attorney and also uh, a matchmaker. And she has her own business, and she's just amazing. So you got to check out last week if you missed it. Um, it was a really, really good conversation. Um, so check it out. But yeah, so again, welcome. We're here today. Um, I want to share with you today on the subject of waiting for God's best. When love calls, will you know? Waiting for God's best. So let's talk about it. Many of us, you know, we say in our prayers, you know, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. You know, we're believing for God's best. We're praying. um, We're fasting. We're seeking God. We want his best. But then it comes down to it. The majority of the time, what happens? We find ourselves settling, whether it's in a new relationship, a new boo, uh, a new job. Um, settling, staying at a job that we don't love, um, settling, staying in toxic relationships um, that are not fruitful, that are not um, helping us to be better. Um, We settle. And why do we do this? If we say that we believe God, we believe that he has um, our best interests at heart, that he has a, a good plan for our lives, Jeremiah 29, 11, but yet there are times that we settle. And I'm guilty of this myself. And to be totally honest with you, I just believe that the root cause of that comes from fear. I believe the root cause is fear. And it's fear of sometimes we don't really see our true value uh, of how much God loves us, um, fear of being alone, uh, fear of just waiting too long, being impatient, uh, fear that uh, we may not really get what we want. 
you know, we're not really trusting in the Lord with all our heart um, and, and not leaning on our own understanding, but acknowledging him in all our ways. We're not always doing that. So a lot of times we find ourselves settling, settling for less, settling for less than what God has intended for us to receive. And again, I am guilty of that. You know, I shared, um, some of you have heard my story, you know, um, when it comes to me when I was first married, you know, and it's it's funny. I even wrote a book and it's so prophetic about the book because it's like I wrote the book for myself, but I didn't even realize it. You know, I was writing the book to help other women, didn't even realize that the same year that the book came out that I would be ending my marriage. It was just really deep. It really was. And I'm like, wow. And the book is titled, So You Think You're Ready for Marriage. And I wrote this book with the uh, intention to be very candid, to talk to women, you know, about marriage and preparing for marriage um, during the wait um, and so forth. And you know, I didn't know that I was actually ministering to myself. I had no idea that I was going to be in the process of going through a divorce. Um, because in my book, I do talk about divorce. And, you know, um, I know that there are certain grounds where, you know, you can get divorced and, and so forth. But that was not really what I wanted. But I knew that was what I needed to do. And, um, you know, I just think about when I did um, agree to get married, you know, I know for a fact that I settled. I was, I believe, 44 when I got married. That was my first marriage. And, you know, sometimes in life, we'll allow our peers um, to pressure us into things. We'll allow um, how things look on the outside with other relationships, you know, to pressure us into things. We'll allow those stigmas, those, those things that, um, and those myths that people uh, will tend to say, um, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're not getting any younger, you know, your biological clock is ticking, you know, um, it, it, you're not getting any younger. So, you know, you better hurry up and get married. You know, there's so many things that um, we allow to push us or to pressure us into things in life. Um, and at the end of the day, we really have to think about what's best for me. What is actually best for me? What's going to bring me happiness? What's going to bring me joy? Um, what's going to um, satisfy me, but also bring glory to God? Um, you know, I, I think about, I think about my situation and I think about how I knew what I prayed for. I knew what was in my prayer list. I knew what I was believing for. And see, this is the thing. Just like you think about Jesus when he was tempted by the devil, right? 
And you think about all the promises that the enemy brought to him. If you do this, if you do this, you'll get this. And you, you know, he was being tempted. So the enemy came first with all of this stuff that looked good, right? But it wasn't God's best. And he does the same thing with us. And I truly believe if I just would have waited, and I'm not putting any regrets out there or anything, but sometimes right before the blessing comes, you know, temptation's gonna come, things are gonna come and be presented to us. And we have to be fully aware, whether that's in a relationship, a job, what are you believing God for? What have you been praying for? What have you been seeking God about? What are you what have you believing for? What have you been asking for? Right? So are you going to settle when you know in your heart that this thing is not really what you prayed about? It's not really what you feel in your heart is God's best for you, but when it presents itself, are you going to take it? Are you going to jump on it because you're afraid that something else may not come? These are things to think about. Or are you totally sold out and you're willing to wait for God's best? Even sometimes we may not know really how God is going to work things out in our life, but it all boils down to faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, believing and knowing that God loves me, that he has a good plan for my life. Faith, knowing that God hears my prayers, he's going to answer my prayers. Faith, knowing that God knows what I like. God knows the desires of my heart. And when I take care of him, and when I put God first, all those other things will be added unto me. Do I really believe that? And you have to ask yourself that. Do you really believe that? So my question is, um, my question to you today is if love was to show up when love calls will you really know do you know what it looks like do you know what it feel like do you know your worth do you really know what you deserve so i want to ask a few questions today this is actually coming from my book so you think you're ready for marriage and uh this is coming from page 18 in my book there will be many things to look for when someone comes in your life. And this is specifically talking about marriage, okay? Um, and there are things to pay attention about. And God will show you just who they are. Now, here are 10 important things that I shared in my book to consider. What does this person's character show? Are there any concerns about what they're showing in their character? Are there any concerns about their past as far as relationships, marriage, you know, um, 
What was their character like in these past relationships? What's their character? What has their character shown with their children? You know, are they a, are they a good uh, father or a good, you know, mother? I have to talk to the men because I know there's some men out there listening to, you know. What does their family and friends say about them? Ooh, and a lot of times, I'm going to tell y'all something. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, in my past, you know, some things were brought to me. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't listen because I'm like, oh, they just want to try to keep us apart. I'm not paying them no mind what they say. But I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes that stuff be true. You better listen. You better listen. Sometimes it is true. So what is the family and friends saying? Do you notice also any red flags in their habits and their behaviors, inconsistencies? Don't ignore the red flags. That's something that I did. I saw red flags, but I ignored it. And I'm going to tell you the biggest thing that people will, will tend to ignore red flags because they think, once they're in your life, this person's in my life, I can change them. I can change them. They'll be better. I see potential, right? That's how we do. I see potential. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you got to watch the red flags. Don't ignore the red flags. How do they honestly treat you? How do they treat you in public? How do they treat you? when you're alone, are they consistent with touching base with you, checking on you? Or do they go disappearing? Do they return your phone calls? Do they check on you? Are they short with you? How are they, How is their attitude with you? Are they patient with you? Are they loving? Are they kind? Or are they short and get irritable easily? How is their temper? How is their temperament? These are things to look for. Do you see what you prayed for? Be honest. What did you pray for? What's on your prayer list? And do you see this in them? Many times, you know, we'll rush into things. And we don't give things um, time because I'm going to tell you something. People can't pretend for long. What's in a person will eventually come out. They can't pretend for long, right? So don't rush it. Take your time. Get to know a person because what's in them will come out from the, the abundance of the heart. What's in the heart will flow out. It will come out of their mouth and their actions. Keep that in mind. How do they treat their mother? How do they treat, you know, um, other family members and, and friends and associates? How do they treat them? Are there any type of concerns, you know, with the relationships? You know, is the mother overbearing? You know, you got to watch for things. How is their credit worthiness? Are they a person of their word? Do they pay their bills? Are they, are they a person of integrity? Are they somebody that you can count on? Is, are they somebody that do what they're supposed to do? Right? 
You watch for those things. Are they constantly shifting the blame onto other people about things that didn't maybe work out for them? These are things to watch for. Are they a good steward over their money? Do they save or do they just spend more than what they have? These are things to watch. How do they manage their money? Are they a tither? Also, do they talk about the Lord? Do they talk about the Lord? Do they bless their food? Do they pray over their food? These are things to watch for. What are their living arrangements like? Where do they live? Do they have their own place? Are they living with somebody else? Are they in their mama's basement? And I'm not and I'm not putting anybody down because a lot of people are going through situations now, right? With this pandemic and people have lost a lot. But what are you willing to accept? You have to be honest with yourself because there are people that are hurting right now, going through some things and maybe going through a, a little hard time. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be, you know, forever. Sometimes people just have a rough patch, but they can get back up. And sometimes, you know, it depends. Sometimes they may just need someone positive in their life to, to help them, to be a cheerleader, you know, to cheer them on, to keep them motivated. And that maybe that could be you. I don't know, but you, you know, be prayerful about it. Pray about it. You know, everybody needs somebody, you know, so you have to be prayerful about that, you know, and um, do they have a good record of stability in their life, you know, with work and their living arrangements and things like that? Are, are they a job hopper, though? Are they changing jobs every month or every, every, uh, every year or you know, well, what's going on with that? So these are things that you have to keep in mind. And this is just the example of a list, you know, um, but be honest with yourself about what you're believing God for. And if you're not seeing what you're believing for, or what you've prayed for, then you have to really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I settling? If you're actually putting up, you know, with some things that you know is not what you prayed about, are you settling because you're afraid? Or are you going to wait and allow God to do something amazing in your life? So these are things to really think about, things to consider, um, and know, you know, that waiting for God's best is going to take patience. It's going to take a resting, a resting in him, knowing that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to believe that he has something amazing for my life. And I'm not going to settle because of a biological clock. I'm not going to settle because 
this job is, you know, all I think I can get right now because you're afraid to, to try something new, afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Our comfort zone will keep us stuck in things. I'm guilty of that too. But what are you willing to step out on faith about and believe God for? Believing him for his best. So, you know, I just pray that this message really will cause you to think, will cause you to just ponder and to just think about really, what do you want out of life? What are you expecting from God? Do you have a prayer list? So that you know when things are being, your prayers are being answered, when things are showing up. Or are you like I was, and I'm still working on these areas, controlling at times, want to take matters into your own hands and, and to try to, you know, help God out a little bit, right? So, you know, I just want to close with this, just to rest in the Lord. Work on yourself while you're waiting. Get closer with God. You know, take those quiet moments to meditate on the word, to spend time with God, to listen for his voice, to practice self-care, to practice those moments, just sitting quietly I just did a little exercise. I'm reading this book now, uh, Healing, I believe it's called Healing the Soul of a Woman. I, I think that's correct, by Joyce Meyer, and um, getting ready for a book club with that too as well. I have a book club that's starting on the, um, uh, the 4th, I believe the date is. Forgive me, I, I have so many things going on, um, but I believe that date, give me one second is the, I'm sorry, the 6th, is February the 6th, uh, 4 p.m. I have a book club that's gonna start, but there's also a workshop um, with that. Um, there is Healing for Your Soul. The workshop is $27, um, and then we'll go into the book uh, club, um, which is the um, Healing the Soul of a Woman. Uh, the book is by Joyce Meyer, uh, very good book. Um, and I did a little exercise earlier today and, um, the exercise was, you know, really, um, talking about how can we really love others if we really don't love ourselves or recognize how much God loves us, right? How can we pour love into others when we don't even realize how much God loves us and when we don't really love ourselves. So the exercise consisted of just sitting and quiet and just saying a number of times over and over again, I am God's beloved. I am God's beloved. I am God's beloved. And just repeat that 
because we are God's beloved. He loves us with an unconditional love. But we have to realize that, recognize that. When we realize that, we'll love ourselves better. We'll be able to love others better. And we'll be able to receive God's best for our lives. So, beloved, continue to keep looking up. Know that God loves you, that he's for you, that he has an amazing plan for your life. And he's waiting. He's waiting. But you have to, you know, like I'm doing now, I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself to get those wounds healed. That's what this workshop and this book club is about. Healing those wounds that are keeping us from God's best. Healing those past hurts. A lot of times we don't even recognize it. But when we have those triggers and we have uh, those emotional um, things that are going on um, with feeling rejected or unloved or different things, that comes from wounds that need to be healed. So, beloved, just know that God has a good plan for your life. Continue to trust him. Continue to believe and continue to get unstuck and sexy. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. I hope you enjoyed today's show. You can connect with me on my website at brightjones.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook under Be Right Jones. On Instagram, keep looking up seven. And on Twitter, keep looking up with two P's. All right, guys, be blessed. And I will look forward to seeing you on next week. Next week, I have a special guest. So if you're out there, you have a business and you're wondering how you're going to get some things done because your money a little funny, this is going to be the show for you. Um, my guest is uh, going to talk about her business, and she owns a barter business. So join me on next week so we can get some things done and barter some things and don't have to spend no money, right? All right, guys. Be blessed.